Hello, this is Michelle and John. We are starting Why. And in today's episode, we want to talk about why John started his startup radio podcast. And I am really excited that I have the opportunity to grill him. Okay, let's see how you're doing here. Okay, Hi, guys. Let's get started. So, John, why do you start startup radio? Well, in the beginning, I was asked by a friend who is an IT freelancer. He's coding backend, and he knew another guy who was looking for co-host for a podcast. And I told him, "Yeah, let's do it for one or two episodes." And that was back in summer 2012. And ever since, I did at least one podcast episode a month. Mm-hmm. Until 2016, was co-hosting this German podcast and started StartupRate.io mm-hmm. in 2014, and ever focused more and more on StartupRate.io. And 2018, I did a complete restart. It was just only me and Christian as my co-host, who lives in New York. Big high five to him. And the Pedro, who is working a little bit in the background as the community manager. So, but basically, I was doing 100% of the interviews, and Christian joined me always for the startup news. And Pedro always made sure I had enough supply of interview guests. What is your mental state like when you started the podcast? One, why is it related to startup? Two, as a human. Around that time, how are you feeling? Why is it related to startups? I do believe I always had a tendency to be an entrepreneur. There's a story of my mom. She likes to tell when I was four years old and selling strawberries from our garden to people on the street passing by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's call it. It was part of my DNA. And what was my state? I was pretty. Excited and happy, and want to take on an additional duty, kind of to take me out. That this time I was only doing capital mark, and I want to have something to do a little bit more interactive, like talking to people, getting to know more people, and stuff like that outside of the normal frame of work.、Mm-hmm. And I believe that startup radio is really successful. So let's talk about your stats. <laughs> <laughs> what what well, what do you want to know? So basically, at first, like many like early not early early but early podcasters, I was hosting everything on my website, and then I do believe twenty seventeen on Christmas and twenty eighteen on Christmas, my website completely broke down. So starting twenty nineteen, I was going to an external hosting service. I, I do believe most of the services. Have not been available to Germans at this time, so I was going for a German hosting service. And since I I've been growing on an annual basis, like a kager of like a thousand five hundred percent in terms of download requests by my subscribers by the bots of the usual streaming services like Spotify, Deezer, a few from Europe, a few from Asia, plus. Also, Amazon Music podcasts, where was one of the early podcasts being onboarded. I do believe most of my podcasts have been already available at day one or week one.、Mm-hmm. Awesome. What are some of the characteristics <clears throat> that you believe that allow you to be successful? Not only starting the radio, but also 
bring it forward so that it becomes one of the top tech podcasts in the world? That is a good question. Basically, I was trying to make it interesting and noteworthy, not readworthy, but listenworthy, if that's actually a thing for people working in this area so they could learn about entrepreneurs, investors, people in the startup scene in Germany that would not be available in any other way in English. So they don't have to speak German mm -hmm. to get access, to get an insight into the German startup scene. Plus, I try to make it with my normal level of humor. You already know that. And I, I also try to stay very positive. And I also trying to kind of explain Germany to the world. For example, a usual term that people are pretty confused by is between the years. That is a time Germans refer to between Christmas. Christmas is celebrated in Germany on the 24th of December and New Year's Eve. And um, basically the story goes back to the Peace of Westphalia 1648 after 30 years of war. Had Germany basically split between, I do believe, 200 and 300 different areas ruled by kings, queens, counts, barons, dukes, archdukes, whatever. And basically the agreement at this time was the religion of your ruler is the religion of the people, but the religion also went hand in hand with the calendar. And some of them had 360 days, some had 364 days, some had 365 days. That means between Christmas and New Year, all the calendars changed and you always had a new year afterwards. Awesome. I love your positivity and your humor. I think it's kind of funny. I laugh a lot on my show and people think that I'm not serious sometimes, but I'm just talking about crypto assets or cryptocurrency and blockchain and law, like privacy and governance and how <laughs> those are so serious. And I think sometimes when you laugh, it just basically balances out <laughs> the topics because I think starting things, depending on your beliefs, could be hard. And it's kind of funny that you lighten them up. Which is really cool because a lot of entrepreneurs are really, really serious. Usually an entrepreneur's life is you get four days and one day is okay. And yeah. basically what I want to do is people get to my interview. They have to feel good in order to open up, to tell a lot more about themselves, yeah. not to close down. And also it helps them to lighten the mood for the rest of the workday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think balancing the seriousness of startup and starting something with humor, I think that's awesome because you can't take life a little bit too seriously. It's kind of cool that those are some of the characteristics that help you become successful. What is your vision? Like, what is your purpose and intention to start the startup radio podcast? I know that you spoke a little about your story, but what is the purpose of that for the world, not just from your perspective of meeting and talking to people? Or has it just become that way where people go to Startup Radio and they learn about different stories, they learn about different entrepreneurship, and that basically provide inspiration for people? What has your purpose become? I can say yes, all of it. <laughs> So basically, it's always good to have people that actually there's a link everywhere I post my podcast. There's a link down in the show notes with a feedback form on Google Forms mm -hmm. and people can actually read out to me and I'm reading 
all of them. They don't even have to tell me their name, their email address or something. And I'm always looking at it. And it's always something that makes me smile because the people are so upbeat. They're in a humorous state of mind. For example, I once had a female business angel in an interview and one of the ladies was commenting, she's just one step away from conquering the world. (laughs) (laughs) That's the usual stuff I get. And that's why I like it. Also, we are working on turning StartupRate.io into a franchising system. Mm -hmm. So basically, there could be different StartupRate.io's in different countries. We already started the process of registering the print mug in the European Union, which may take like up to two years. Mm -hmm. And um, after that, we can basically roll out the uh, franchising system. Awesome. That's really cool. Because I think if you wanted to start something from scratch, there's always that fear because you don't know how to find funding, who would support you. So it's kind of good to actually hear stories from entrepreneurs and makers and creators who have done it before so that it gives you some courage and inspiration. And the funny thing is, I've heard the saying that behind every overnight success, there are 10 years of work. 10 years of hard work behind it. And I believe that's true. So of course you can be an overnight success, but you have to work for it. It just doesn't come hit you. You're successful for the rest of your life. doesn't happen. Let's talk about how easy or hard it is to start a podcast. I can tell you that with laptop radio, just getting people to speak in person without the expectation that there will be a podcast was a lot easier. However, every time I interview someone, they always expect a recording of their interview. And I literally didn't post everything until last year in a podcast, even though I've done so many episodes. And editing the, the video is a lot of time as well. So how much time do you put in startup radio? That depends. It depends on the interview, how long it is, because the longer the interview, the more interesting it is. But if the recording goes like longer than 30, 35 minutes, I'm really considering to split it up into more than one episode. It depends if it's an in-person interview in the times before Corona, I was actually doing like with two 4K cameras. I was doing really good video interviews with a lavalier microphones you can pin to your, to your collar and stuff like that. But that of course takes a lot of work because you have to set everything up on tripods. You have the light, you have the sound and stuff like that. And it depends on how much I need to edit because for some people you just talk to them they talk to you you talk to them they talk to you i switch back and forth and that's it and i just need to put something at the beginning and at the end and for some people you have technical difficulties munich the city center of munich which is normally high-tech city Mm -hmm. but they still have copper cable in their streets Mm -hmm. and so the internet speed fluctuates widely and so Mm -hmm. that's always a a bad day and then you have interruption the people on the other side are freezing up and stuff like that so then you have to edit a lot yeah do a remote interview i would say somewhere around five hours yeah i have to do some preparations i have to do the actual recording and then i have to do the editing and then i have to do the promotion which is also of course a lot of work usually estimate that when i have the recording it takes me four times longer to actually have the interview published and out in the marketing and adverts 
that I'm also having on YouTube, on Google and stuff like that before I'm completely done with it. Plus you have to see, I'm not only doing a YouTube channel, I also do the audio track of the video interview. I do as an audio podcast, but I don't edit it again, the audio podcast. Plus I'm also uploading all the stuff on Himalaya, the, the mainland Chinese podcasting platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I realized the time that you spend because most people think that you could chat with someone and, and it just kind of goes up and it doesn't take a lot of effort in order to be successful. Uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. You can totally do that, but nobody will listen. Yeah, it, it's different. <laughs> it, it is. Plus, you have to see, I don't have like a marketing budget in hundreds or even thousands of euros a month. So basically, I have to get the attention of people in another way. And then I decide to basically play 24-7 the social media accounts, like especially Twitter, but also like LinkedIn, Facebook, mm-hmm. and a little bit of Instagram. And um, basically what I tried to share there are startup news on the German-speaking startup scene, always in English 24-7. And people are actually getting more and more to follow my podcast, my audience. I started with Sira and I, now I'm somewhere above four and a half thousand followers. Yeah. And then John also is very active on LinkedIn as well with startup related news. I've noticed, even though I never <laughs> gone to LinkedIn, but I'm starting to now. Not because I don't love people. I just have been traveling so much. Can you imagine me going to LinkedIn when I'm in the middle of airport? I was literally doing a lot of batch traveling. So uh, when I go to Germany, I would go to Malta, and then I would go to London, and then we go to Canada. I went to Dubai, and then I went to uh, Atlanta. That was my life. My story, if it were filmed on YouTube, it would have been really interesting because you'll see me at night catching the bus and looking for airport and where to actually find my flights. And people were like, oh, why are you here? I'm like, oh, I'm speaking at a conference. Buses actually stop, and they would literally drive me to the place where I need to go. Humanity is good in that way. But I'm just saying that because creating a podcast takes so much work, I just wanted to just really emphasize that for John and for everyone who's listening, that he is very successful. He put in a lot of work on it, into it and into building that community, which could be really, really difficult. Plus you have to see, you also have to stick to it. So you cannot do it like for a month or a year, but basically you have to build it up the slow way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't cheat. A lot of people buy users and, and all kinds of other stuff. I can normally tell when someone buy users. And I have been slammed by chief VP of marketing because I can tell if I go to your Twitter account that you have fake followers. <laughs> Don't ask me how or why. And then when you're doing a campaign, you're wondering why your initiative is not successful. Well, I how do you expect to be successful when you purchase fake people to follow you or, or low cost? You know what? Do you know what came to my mind? There was this Twitter purge where Twitter got rid of like millions of fake accounts and bot accounts and stuff like that. And actually I realized a lot of accounts like having 10,000 followers just dropped to below 1,000 after this purge and stuff like that. So if people realized that at the time, basically you hurt yourself with those fake followers. 
Yeah, yeah. But I was literally defriended by a, a VP of marketing because as an advisor of a company, sometimes I have to tell the truth. And sometimes people don't love the truth because <laughs> you have to tell them, well, if you don't do it the right way, you're not really building a community and community takes work. It takes effort. So this is awesome. I really love your story. Is there anything else that you wanted to share before we go? Well, I'll give you all my social media links. People can find me and follow me on my social media accounts. Of course, LinkedIn and Twitter, it's where I'm personally active, as well as for StartupRate.io, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. Did I forget something? Yeah, Instagram. Instagram. And, and Instagram, and you can find his awesome tweet as well. Actually, about Instagram, there's a funny story because I barely do appear in my Instagram account. And then there was a friend of mine. He's a very smart guy. He was the global thought leader for fintech for IBM. He's still working with them, but his title is now different. And he told me I have to appear more frequently in my Instagram account. So I took a picture of my hand setting up my camera. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Awesome. And check out startup radio john talks a lot about startups from germany and follow us on starting why we're gonna talk to you with each other and with the community on why they start what they start and why they are successful and of course if you can answer those questions and if you don't know why people are successful you should follow our show awesome thank you thank you until next time until next time bye 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 bye